0: From the AMF Podcast Studios, this is the Health and Safety Law Report. I'm Doug Jenks.
1: And I'm Abby White.
0: So today we're going to just speak very briefly about the new emergency temporary standard that OSHA has published with regard to healthcare. Uh, this isn't going to be a full episode like normal. In fact, we'll probably just call this episode 10.1 as a uh, an addendum to what we had uh, recorded in our last episode, episode 10, where we spoke about briefly about the new emergency temporary standard, but also about the new guidance that OSHA issued with regard to COVID back on, uh, back on June 10th. But um, there has been an important development that we thought was uh, necessary to speak with you all about, uh, w- which is why we're redoing, recording this podcast today.
1: Right. So... We learned on June 10th, that OSHA had put together an emergency temporary standard and they released that and what that was going to say, but it did not take effect on that date. Um, Instead, it uh, took effect. They said it would take effect the date it was published in the uh, Federal Register. And that is the development. It was published in the Federal Register on June 21st, 2021. And that's an important date because all of the compliance dates within that emergency temporary standard run from June 21st. So they're calculated based on June 21st. This emergency temporary standard, if you've ever looked at an OSHA standard before, it's divided into paragraphs that are uh, lettered, A through whatever. And so is this. So what we have here is essentially um, most of the provisions in this emergency temporary standard take effect 14 days after the date of publication. So 14 days after June 21st is July 5th, which is a federal holidays. And that, I think that's the day, yeah, that's the day the 4th of July is gonna be recognized this year. So really you probably have an extra day, but 14 days every for everything except for three paragraphs in the standard. The three things, um, that do not have a 14-day compliance deadline and instead have a 30-day compliance deadline are the requirements for physical barriers, ventilation, and training. So your deadline to comply with those provisions will be July
0: 21st. So they just have more time.
1: Right. Which makes sense because it probably would take longer to implement those things if you haven't already. But again, I think we mentioned this in our last podcast. I'm guessing that most healthcare providers have already done these things. So hopefully it won't be a big deal.
0: So let's make sure we are clear about who this emergency temporary standard applies to or what kind of employers it applies to. It applies to pretty much any healthcare employer that is going to be working in an environment where you might have COVID-19 patients. Is that your understanding, Abby?
1: It is, yeah. Um, There are a few exceptions to the standard, but definitely applies to health care providers who provide treatment of COVID-19 patients or where they expect to have COVID-19 patients present. And it also applies to places like nursing homes or uh, residential care facilities.
0: Um, like an assisted living facility. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are the exceptions or what, what employers are exempted from this um, emergency temporary standard?
1: Well, it says that it doesn't apply to employees who provide first aid, uh, if that employee providing first aid is not a, a licensed healthcare provider. It doesn't apply to pharmacists who are dispensing prescriptions uh, in a retail type of setting. Um, it doesn't apply to um, ambulatory settings, non-hospital ambulatory settings, so outpatient, basically outpatient care. If um, the patients or visitors or anyone who's not an employee is screened before they come in. And obviously if they um, tell people, if, you know, with COVID-19 symptoms to stay away, it doesn't apply to um, hospital outpatient settings. If employees are vaccinated and non-employees are screened before coming in. Uh, and it doesn't apply to home healthcare settings. If employees are vaccinated or non-employees are screened, um, so, those are the main exceptions to this. Uh, it also doesn't apply to healthcare support services that are performed outside of a healthcare setting, or to telehealth.
0: Telehealth w- reasonably would be exempted.
1: One would think, yeah. <laughs>
0: one one would think. So generally, a, a lot of what we see in this emergency temporary standard is what a lot of people thought we were going to see for. An emergency temporary standard that would apply to all employers. But of course, by June 10th, with so many people being vaccinated, I think OSHA stepped back from that and they only directed this emergency temporary standard at healthcare employers. What I see in this is a lot of the guidance that OSHA had issued many months ago about what all employers need to be doing to protect their employees from COVID 19. And that would be things like conducting a hazard assessment uh, with regard to COVID 19 and then to implement a COVID 19 plan that is a robust and we'll say aggressive plan to protect all the employees using the administrative controls and using engineering controls and protect to protect all of your employees from. Uh, from COVID-19. So there's, there's actually, there's quite a bit in here in in terms of what these healthcare providers are required to do, but it's a lot of the same kinds of stuff that we have seen before, only now it's just focused on healthcare providers.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: So where is this published, um, Abby? Do you know what the, the reference or the site is?
1: Yeah, it's 29 CFR 1910502, subpart U. So if you just go to OSHA's website, they have their standards up there. And then you click on that, you click on law and regulations, and uh, you go under general industry and you scroll down to that. It's right there. Or you can just Google OSHA emergency temporary standard, and then they've got a whole separate page dedicated to this and it with links to Everything you could ever hope to
0: know, about including this. including a uh, a pretty useful fact sheet.
1: Yes, and I like the frequently asked questions as well.
0: Yeah, those are those are good. Okay, so let's make sure that we repeat probably the most important information um, that we sought to convey, and that is the deadlines for healthcare employers to start following this new emergency temporary standard. So, would you mind just stating those again?
1: Sure. So July 5th for all of the provisions except for uh, paragraphs I, K, and N, and those are for physical barriers, ventilation, and training. And those three have a a 30-day compliance window, and that makes your deadline July 21st.
0: And you have to be very careful to follow this new emergency temporary standard if you're in the healthcare industry, because if you violate this standard, OSHA can uh, issue a serious citation, which is going to be a fine of over thirteen thousand dollars. That's per citation, and usually when OSHA comes in and issues citations, there are multiple citations. So this could be very expensive. Very
1: true. Yeah, there actually is one other thing I would add, and that is OSHA has on their website in the same location that we were just talking about posted a a template, so you can just go on there and. Um, fill out the temp, there's literally fillable, it's a fillable,
0: um, I think it's form. a word
1: document. It's a form. Yeah. And it's designed to comply with all of the requirements of the standard. So if you don't already have, if your healthcare provider covered by the standard, you don't already have a written plan. Um, this makes it nice and easy for you.
0: Oh, well that's convenient. That's very helpful. Yep. Okay. Anything else for the good of the order? That's it. All right. Well, everybody, thank you very much for uh, tuning into this brief addendum to episode 10. As always, we are lawyers,
1: but we're not your lawyers, at least not while we're on this podcast.
0: And if anything else comes up that we feel like uh, we should convey to you quickly, then we will we will do so. Otherwise, we will be back in touch in the normal fashion. Thank you all for listening.